It always comes first. A couple of weeks, I got the hang of this. <laughs> Just to get it out of the way so that we don't have to do it later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Meet Your Monsters is brought to you by The Ugly Tree. The Ugly Tree is a comic book series created by Abram Macon. That's me. <laughs> it's a story of a young woman who must team up with the horrible... With horrible monsters, monsters to save her family from a madman. The Ugly Tree is a horror comedy. If you like the movies we talk about on this podcast, you'll definitely see their influence in this book. You can check it out, The Ugly Tree, on Facebook. The first issue is for sale now. The second will be available soon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love how we do an ad for something that people could barely get on a podcast that isn't even posted. <laughs> <laughs> but when it is. One of these days. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Meet Your Monsters. My name is Abe. These are my friends. Kathleen. Colby. Matt. Um, Meet Your Monsters for you at home is a podcast in which I show my friends horror movies that I love and we find out if they can overcome their sissy fears and love them too or if they think my taste in movies sucks. <clears throat> Tonight's movie is 2006 Hatchet, which is written and directed by Adam Green, uh, starring Kane Hodder, Robert England, Tony Todd, Joel Moore... Tamara Feldman and Dion Richmond. Um, Matt, why don't you hit us with the old synopsis there? All right. It's an eclectic group of New Orleans natives and tourists who take a tour into the swamp to come face to face with the deformed murderer in the form of swamp legend Victor Crowley. From then on, it becomes a tale of who can best the unstoppable killing machine. This monster falls into the category of human monsters, like Jason Voorhees, of course. I thought Jason Voorhees was the tools of the devil. No, that was Freddy. Mm. No, Jason was there too. Oh, I don't know. I just looked it up and he was next to Jason. Or he wasn't there, but Jason was in that category. Oh. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yes, a human monster. This uh, poor deformed lad is now haunting the woods of the swamp and chopping up folks in a lovely, heinous way. The first person he chops up is Robert England. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may know him as Freddy Krueger. Okay, so now, um, when I first saw this movie, uh, what caught my attention was I was watching some other movie, probably The Hills Run Red or something like that, and uh, I saw a preview and it said, Old School American Horror, and I went, that means slasher, and sure enough, I fucking loved it. Uh-huh. Uh, what did you guys think? I liked it. It was awesome. <laughs> I thought it was all right. Yeah, not a not a huge. It wasn't huge. like the the death scenes were awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that makes alone the makes movie. it worth it. That is it. what the horror movie is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this particular type of horror movie. <laughs> well, uh, why don't we go right on to the uh, trivia there, Kathleen? All right. The um. terrible trivia. <laughs> I mean, terrifying. Terrifying. terrifying yes. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to be terrified. Uh, Hatchet was the last production to shoot in Louisiana before Hurricane Katrina hit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, the storm before the storm. The storm before the storm. <laughs> I bet uh, Victor survived it, though. Survived um, everything. Yeah. So, to get technical, a hatchet, per definition, is a small axe with a single bit or blade. Thus, the poster image axe is not, in fact, a hatchet. What no, 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 no. Because I thought that at first for a long time. But I noticed today uh, he had a little handheld double-bladed hatchet. And what they show on the cover is just a close-up of that blade. So you don't see how long the handle is. But he definitely had a small handle. The handle is the issue. It's that it's got the double blades. So the yeah, has the one. I think that's true. 
Oh, so it's not it's not a matter of the the handle, but the blades. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. If like if you went to Jacks and asked for a double sided hatchet, they'd tell you to fuck yourself because <laughs> it has one blade. So so if it has two blades, it becomes an axe. But an axe can have one. It's blade. probably got a whole other name or something like a. I can't even think of a fancy enough mm. name for a two-sided hatchet. I don't build or chop anything, so I Yet. wouldn't know. What if one side of the hatchet is as sharp as the devil himself? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, a new segment. It's obviously a hatchet. Age obscure reference. <laughs> No one knows what movie that's from? Nobody? No. Uh-huh. Okay, it's the four rooms. Remember they order a, a hatchet as sharp as the devil himself? At the end when he, the Quentin Tarantino scene? I thought he used a, <laughs> man like a from, cleaver for uh, that. It was a cleaver, but that's what he said. I, a hatchet as, that's what he ordered from room service. A hatchet as sharp as the devil himself. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I it's a reference. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right, let's talk about Kane Hodder now. Yay, Kane. Uh, he plays Surprisingly, Victor Crowley. Feet up, fleet of foot for a big guy. Mm-hmm. He was booking it around that set. No. <laughs> um, well, he has said that he was the largest baby ever born in Auburn, California. <laughs> at 11 pounds and 9 ounces. God Holy damn. Shit. His mama must have been like in some pain. She ripped in half. <laughs> so his first victim was his mom. He <laughs> chopped her in half. <laughs> <laughs> My God, the blood. And apparently he's a super nice guy. Um, he was actually burned badly in a stunt uh, mishap in the 70s. He suffered third-degree burns over 50% of his body, so he now spends his time working with children at burn centers. Oh, what a sweet dude. Yeah, super nice guy. It uh, must be terrifying for those poor children. <laughs> yes, yeah. especially when he goes like... in full costume. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you're, about, you're about to read a quote that he said that I won't ruin, but I wanted to tell a story. When I was at Comic-Con a while back um, for the Jason and Freddy release, I got to meet... Was it San Diego Comic-Con? It was San Diego Comic-Con. I got to meet uh, Robert England and the guy who played Jason in uh, Freddy vs. Jason, who wasn't Kane Hodder. And I remember saying to the guy working the booth... I I don't write off. I have it. What is it? It is... Kane Hodder. Ken (laughs) Kersinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So so I, I say to the guy working the booth, I'm like... Why the fuck didn't they use Kane Hodder? You know, and he goes, "Well, that guy's, you know, he's kind of big." <laughs> and I was like, "He's the fucking man." All right, cool, whatever. And the and the dude, the dude was really nice. He was a really sweet guy. Um, of course, I was there to see Robert England, but uh-huh. yeah. and I wish if if Kane had been in the movie, it would have been awesome because I could have met two of my heroes at once. Uh, still, never met Kane Hodder. Of all the horror people that I've met, we have at, at Starfest a couple years ago. There was the guy that played the child jason that popped right. out of the uh-huh. yeah. i don't know what he's up to now just that man it's <laughs> <laughs> like i like to hang around lakes and yeah. <laughs> every now and then if you're in a boat he'll go he does birthday parties yeah. where he just pops up out of, kind of a ball pit and shit <laughs> but i thought that was a funny story given your your quote so go go ahead all right um there's an indie hardcore band called king kane hotter sweet mm. and they had actually asked him for permission to use it and he was super excited that they were gonna Call themselves that. Nice. Um, Joel Schumacher wanted him to play Bane in Batman and 
Robin. Oh, we got robbed. <laughs> but the part was given to Jeep Swenson, who I really know nothing Which, about. as we know, really made his career take yeah, off. Yeah, and as far uh, as I'm concerned, Kane dodged a bullet. I mean, he was horrible. Oh, he would have been Kane as Bane. <laughs> yeah. Bane. All right. Bane hotter. Then uh, this is the actual quote that Abe was just talking about. Um it's in reference to Kane being excluded from the role of Jason Voorhees in Freddy vs. Jason. And they asked him, um, when they asked him about it, he said, I guess they wanted Jason to look like a skinny little bitch this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know if this is factual, but I like looked up their heights just to see how they compared. Uh-huh. And Kane was six foot four, and the Ken... Kersinger was actually six foot five, so he might be taller. He's just taller, not as big. but he's they don't, yeah, they don't yeah. measure girth on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kane, cool. Kane is just so thick. He's like a big, uh, yeah. like it yeah. looks like a lumberjack that would whoop your ass for fun. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, he seemed he was like he was muscular, but he was lean and tall, and uh, he looked more like you know. Like he would be like the guy. superhero kind of guy. Yeah. That's where Kane looks like a fucking beast that would <laughs> run for sure. Not your dreams. All right. Um, then one girl you might recognize, the blonde girl. Um, her name's Mercedes McNabb. Her character's name was Misty. And you might recognize her from her role as Harmony Kendall in both TV shows Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. But what I most is were. What I thought was her most notable role was as Amanda Buckman in both Adams Family movies. Oh. Which, if you haven't girl seen those, girl. they're awesome. Ah, yeah. nice. <laughs> Wait, which which girl was she? Um, do you remember when they're doing the play for Thanksgiving? Yeah. No, I mean which girl was she? Oh, in she this? was Misty, the blonde girl, the slutty girl. Oh, the the, the dumb blonde. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's been typecast since twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was excited because Adams Family movies are awesome. Oh, yeah. So yeah, awesome. I love those two movies. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious! I had no idea. Yeah, no. Who knew she would have continued? (laughs) So wait a second. Which really makes I saw. I've seen both little girls from Adam's family's boobs now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You've seen (laughs) seen Richie's boobs. Yeah, she's been naked in uh, Prozac Prozac Nation. Black Snake Moan. I did not see either of those. The first scene of Prozac Nation is her on the bed topless, and I was like, God damn, where does she keep? I preferred (laughs) the nude scene in Prozac Nation because she had a little meat on her bone. She's all like. Yeah. All emaciated and black snake moan. <laughs> well, it was the South. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> um, All right, my last little tidbit is Joel Murray, who plays Doug Shapiro, is actually brothers with Bill Murray, which is exciting. And uh, I think I remember him most from his role as George Calamari from One Crazy Summer. Which is one of the best name. movies ever. George Have Calamari. you guys seen it? No. Oh, there's a scene where... Um, Doug is buried in the sand on the beach, and he's just hanging out, and this big fat guy comes with a yard chair and, like, puts it over his head, and then just opens the hugest can of beans, and (laughs) you see him eating the beans, and then, of course, he farts real loud, and then (laughs) an ambulance comes, and all these people are, like, gathered around, and uh, Doug Shapiro, or Joel Murray, I guess his name is, is uh, laying out on the beach, like, all jacked up. (laughs) That was a great movie. Yeah, that's great (laughs) I heard recently, what was the one they made before that? Better Off Dead? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that he refuses to like sign posters or anything about that movie. John Cusack does. Better Why? Off Dead? Yeah. Like if like they said if like you went up to him an autograph sign and handed him like a Better Off Dead poster, he'd like slide it back to you and refuse to sign it. Wow. Why? That was like his he, best movie. He thought it was gonna be something that it wasn't and he said like they turned it into like a teen movie and he hated it. 
Oh, I love that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, that movie's great. I want my two dollars. That fucking movie cracks me up. This is pure snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's all I got for trivia. <clears throat> Colby hit us with the Colby count. Okay. We got to know how many boobies are in this movie. <laughs> this is a Meet Your Monsters record. Being that the previous record was two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think with the amount of of horror movies that we watch, we'd see a lot more boobs in that, mm-hmm. but it's been... Yeah. Well, one of them was Monster Squad. Right, right. Yeah. Had a bit of a dry um, spill. Well, this, this makes up for those. Yeah. This movie, in total... Was let me get make sure I got my calculations. Twenty eight boobs. There were twenty eight boobs in this movie. That's and most of them in the first ten minutes. First ten minutes is brilliant. Have this movie take place at Mardi Gras? Yeah. God bless the first woman who showed her breasts at Mardi Gras because that was just set off. Yeah. (laughs) What could be the most successful? Yeah, the movie really does well. It opens up with Robert England getting. Wasted by a, a crazy slasher, and, and then, then cuts to a bunch of girls wait, taking their shirts off. So. Right after Robert Englund's killed, like the guy that plays his son gets killed, and mm-hmm. you see him like being torn apart with like by hand, yeah. and, like torn his apart. spine and shit. Yeah, it was awesome. Did the fucking Sub Zero fatality on him? I've got to <laughs> say, when like I think of our podcast, I think of these type of movies. Mm-hmm. Like this Hatchet is like should be our mascot movie now. It's certainly uh, it's certainly one of them that I've always enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. well, since two thousand six. <laughs> okay, and before I give the body count, I counted this. Um, six of the death scenes in this movie were by bare hand. Nice. He tore six people apart with his bare hands. I was especially fond of when he killed the old lady by ripping her mouth open like fucking King Kong. (laughs) Just flapping around. Oh, yeah, the tongue was wagging all crazy. And then that one guy, he just twisted his head around until it popped off. It was a beautiful movie. Mm. The total body count here was nine bodies. I would have thought more, but that's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I think that might be a record, too. I left my regular journal at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure, but well, it was a close one, Leprechaun. Probably. Uh, I don't Monster remember. Squad the... had like one. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the Leprechaun body count, but. Yeah. And did you do the vomit count too? Oh <laughs> yes, there were three puke scenes. Three puke. Oh, I didn't know we counted vomit too. Uh, we just started tonight. Oh yeah, it was just like a fun If there's, a, if there's a, a running theme in the movie, I like to count those as well. Mm. Being that there are three puke scenes in this, I want to say a puke was a theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. OCD. I thought it was really funny. Um, I liked a lot of the banter in this movie between the kids, even before they got to the. The, it uh, was a very, all the horror stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. a very self-aware horror movie. Mm-hmm. I like to think so. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love the scene where he's talking about the guy uh, didn't notice that girl scratching her crotch, and she had crabs and gave him crabs. And then later on the boat, he sees that girl scratching her crotch, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh God!" Because <laughs> <laughs> God did. That's so funny. Yeah, I thought I thought they they did it really well. There was a lot of yeah, a lot and of fun like moments between the, the scene when they were making the break for it, and the black guy just climbs a tree and is like, "Fuck you, I ain't coming down." <laughs> he, they should have stayed up in the fucking. Yeah. They should have stayed up in the tree, and they made a real attempt. Like this is the first time. Like, well, not the first time, but one of the best attempts scene where they're like, "Let's try to kill this guy. Let's stab him with shit and shoot him." It just didn't work out for them. Right. Which is weird because she like shot him right in the heart. That was a great shot. Yeah, yeah. she's good. Unlike Hills Have Eyes last week when the guy was shooting behind him while he's running yeah. and didn't hit anything. <laughs> she she just like, shot him right in the fucking heart. She was like dirty hairy out there. She came to kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and I liked the scene with the where they were 
they were waiting for um, the two main characters, I can't remember the characters' names, but they're going to come back with weapons, mm-hmm. and the bush starts rattling. <laughs> they're just terrified about whatever could be in this bush. They spend a good, like, ten minutes just talking about <laughs> what could be in this bush. And it turns out it's a raccoon, but then... Uh, it was Ben and Mary Beth that went looking for... Ben and Mary Beth. And what mm-hmm. was the killer's name again? Victor, Victor Crowley. Victor, yeah. He pops up out of the other side and then grinds the chick's jaw off with a belt sandal. Yeah, <laughs> it was just his lovely. <laughs> That'd be cool if he, he grinded her face off with his pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a scene that I really liked... Where, uh, speaking of Cain having those burns, like, they burned Victor, and then it started raining, and it put him out just because they have shit fucking locked, which I thought was great. I love love little details like that. And uh, at one point, she was kicking off his burnt skin uh, to try to get him to let go of the guy, and I thought that was so cool because, you know, at least they used something that had happened in the past, and I love love those little details. Um, It was really kick-ass. I like that movie. Yeah. Mm-mm. It was another interesting thing too. Is every horror movie has what's called a half man, and the half man is a character that knows a little something about what's going was on. Is that the guy in the boat? Uh, <laughs> in this in, in this particular movie, it was the girl, uh, Mary Beth. She was the half. She knew the legend of Victor Crowley and informed the characters, and uh, she actually became the hero. Usually, the half man tells a story and then gets wasted. Mm-hmm. in some weird way or, or goes away. Hmm. And in this case, she actually became the main hero of the story. That's good. Um, I thought that was a nice yeah. little yeah. twist on that. Instead like of just it, adding like... another character just for exposition, might as yeah. well make her a valid character. See, because the guy who comes across as the main character, Ben, um, he really was just there for shits and giggles. She actually yeah. had a purpose. She was looking for a missing family yeah. and found him dead and was pissed off. You know, It was, a, mm-hmm. it was nice. Yeah. It was a nice little... Thing. Yeah, I definitely would say it wasn't Ben's movie. It was it was it was Mary Beth's movie. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like the but like, Ben but Ben brought you to her very nicely. I thought. Mm. I feel like the the them trying to fight the monster was just an attempt to put more blood on the screen, which I just really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that is that is quality horror filmmaking. Although I must say, finest. there were several parts of the movie where uh, they had him down and they just run away. Yeah. And I always get pissed off at that because there were several times where, like, cut his fucking head off or something. Do something. Well, and I feel like he keeps at that scene, poking him with a stick or stabbing him. When and she him shot him and, like, he fell, what we didn't know he was, I mean, well, we as viewers knew he probably wasn't dead, but they didn't know he wasn't dead. I just stood by, like, okay, we won. Let's yeah. go. Let's keep on going mm-hmm. the road here. But, but there, I were, shot the there, was, there was when she shot him, they didn't do anything. When they burned him, he was laying there all crispy. They didn't do anything. Later on, when he was impaled through the throat by that fucking spear, yeah. which he beautifully threw at that dude. Yeah. But, but you know, if they did go up to him, you would be screaming, "Don't go up to him! That's so stupid!" You might so be right. Yeah, yeah, What do you want? There's a whole lot of those. Like, <laughs> oh, God, do it. I say, like when it was like you know Michael and Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, like, oh, they're walking slow, trying away from him. Victor was booking it around there. Yeah. He was, he was yeah. a dead sprint after them. So. You, know, you know, that was one of the coolest scenes, too. Uh, it was a lot like Leprechaun, where he just jumped out of the bushes and started attacking that dude. He fucking just runs out of the house and chops up that old <laughs> yeah. dude and then rips his wife's fucking head apart. It was amazing. Yeah. It looked like he was just at home watching TV. He was like, <laughs> people, in the lawn, fuck this. <laughs> this is my swamp land. He fucking just tore him up. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I gotta say, this movie is... This is my shortest notes I've ever had because it was such an awesome movie. You're having they fun. Didn't, yeah. 
They didn't really goad him into anything, did they? They didn't, like, they just kind of showed up and that's why he was pissed off. They didn't wrong him in any way other than being in his territory. Mm -hmm. They were just like, these are Victor's woods, and (laughs) apparently they were. (laughs) He'd been wronged before when he was younger. Yeah. Hey, I said that is—you really can't blame the guy. You just wait. The mic says house on fire again. Nip it in the butt. Um, we should say for the for the people who haven't seen this, uh, the backstory there is that he was a a deformed child, and he was he was kind of shut in by his father, so that because the kids would make fun of him, and uh, father, who was played by Kane Hodder and was also kind. Yeah, was kind Kane. Yes, very, very kind to the other man. And uh, some kids were trying to mess with him. They accidentally caught the house on fire. And while his father was trying to cut him out, he accidentally he trying stabbed to him. him in the face with a hatchet. Well, he was trying to get him the cane cut. Yeah. He cut him out of there. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, that's the, the origin of, of the monster. I thought it was cool. Cool story. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what didn't you uh, like so much about this one? Um... Well, you know, I watch horror movies for the romance. <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh, Like, there were such great moments in the dialogue, but I felt that other times they're really trying to push the camp, campy jokes out on you. I didn't think it worked all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, especially yeah. with the blonde. Like, sometimes she was a little bit too blonde. It was like But at the same time, she had some really funny lines later on. I would say the production value wasn't great. And, like, we could have used some fine-tuning. One and a half million was the yeah. budget. Yeah. <laughs> they could have used some fine-tuning. But, they, you know, it was funny. There's blood all over the place. Yeah. It looked good. And on a technical level, it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, the lighting. I think they went a little crazy with the lighting in the woods. But, yeah. Yeah, the girl, she did seem almost too dumb to have survived, but, <laughs> yeah. but she did have some funny moments. Yeah, I can't and believe I was that same girl from... Yeah. Yeah, that that really makes that Wednesday quote at that girl really poignant. It's like, mm. it's like I'll play the victim all your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> critical critique for us? I do. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So this one was written by a girl, so just like cut out all the nail polish and like hair curling, <laughs> like in the beginning. Yeah, she talks about her tampon in the first <laughs> sentence. And her ex-boyfriend, it uh, gets weird. This one is by, this review is Mar- by Marianne Johansson of film.com. Oh, let me set up the the critique here. Okay, so what we do here is uh, the critical critique is when we critique a critic who has harshly reviewed a movie we like. Yeah. Um, Matt won't be the one today. <laughs> he wasn't that harsh on it. Yeah. He's just gonna be like, she made some good points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this girl, I thought uh, after reading, it, I didn't think she really. Uh, it was that type of movie. I don't know. I just felt like she was a snob about it. But, yeah, this just takes it way too seriously. Yeah. I'm off to see Hatchet 2 tonight, which is making such a splash already with its snubbing of the MPAA. It'll be released unrated. So I figured I should check out the first film before I do, especially since it picks up immediately from the point at which it, this one ends. Why would you go and see the sequel if you hadn't seen the first one? <laughs> I guess she needed to write a review. Some people yeah. are heathens. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's supposed to be sort of a shocking ending, shocking in quotes, I hear, but I found it much like the rest of the film, which drags itself from set piece to set piece, full of its own quote-unquote cleverness, at how it's aping 80s horror flicks. What the hell does aping Copying. mean? Oh. Mm-hmm. Should I have somebody a little bit brighter than me reading these? <laughs> aping? I've never heard I of gotta, that either. I gotta sound it all out. <laughs> Later, she uses the word pastiche, so oh prepare God. yourself for that one. That'll be in the second segment, the second new segment, Abe Defines. Abe Teaches. <laughs> which which was preceded by Abe Looks This Shit Up down the next <laughs> show. Okay. All right, where, where was I at? Okay. So, lots of naked memories bouncing around screen. True. She's right about that. Yeah. The quote-unquote nudity warning of the original R-rated theatrical version refers, of course, only to female nudity. No men are naked here. Thank God. <laughs> Nobody enjoys seeing naked men. Kathleen, how do you well, feel about that? Well, it would have been out of context, because you don't usually go to Mardi Gras to see wieners. The dicks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do guys get beads for their wiener? No, guys hate if beads. If they flash it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you lose beads when you go oh. to wiener. <laughs> That's a... Mardi Gras foul. I have it's to. A, I have to say though, occasionally a wiener in a movie is fucking hilarious. That's true. Yeah, I think sometimes so, for comedic value. <laughs> yeah, Teen Wolf. You're trying to scream too when that fucking dick went into that dude's ear. Oh, oh, scary, scary movie, movie too. Yeah. Or scary movie too. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Scream too. Scream too. That makes a much better movie. Okay, unless you count the graphic gops we get at their intestines and other innards. Oh yes, many bodies are ripped apart here in the in quote-unquote inventive ways that would be so snarky with they were inventive. quotes. They were very inventive. Yeah. I, when's the last time she saw somebody get impaled on a shovel? Yeah. yeah. Never. <laughs> Twice last season. <laughs> <laughs> ways that will be appealing to those who spend a lot of time thinking about all the many methods by which a tender, delicate human body can be mangled and brutalized. Cry me a river. Mm-hmm. Wait, heart. she's about to get even, even oh, deeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she puts in parentheticals here. I wonder how many guys who've seen their buddies ripped apart by IEDs on Iraqi roadsides enjoy these kind of movies. Oh Probably God. all of them. <laughs> okay. Wow. You know what? She really speaks for the troops, though. Yeah. <laughs> she is. That's there. actually film.com's, uh, like, their slogan is, like, for the troops. Like, that's oh, what yeah. it is. Yeah. Because yeah. every movie is made for yeah. the troops. So, like, Star Trek. It was really <laughs> bummer when they shot each other because it was troops. <laughs> Writer-director Adam Green has been hailed as the future of horror. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so. Like, I hope this is the direction horror is heading in. The future of horror is the passive horror, apparently, lacking the satirical bite of the first scream, which so effectively sent up 80 slashers flicks that it's hard to imagine anyone doing better. This is mere pastiche <laughs> that doesn't even... Let's stop what, here. Yeah, what does that mean? mean Abe? It's like uh, mimicking a style. Oh. oh, she just could have said that. She just could have said mimicking. Are she you probably kid? had she... a thesaurus out when she was writing this. <laughs> was just like, I'm gonna sound like the She's smartest movie writer. critic. <laughs> Do you think like the person who went and checked out, like, I'm thinking about going to see Hatchet. Let's check out the reviews first. They're like, oh, yeah, the pastiche is all fucked up. Let's not go see that. She's probably like a hipster on some typewriter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No pastiche there. This reminds me of Picasso's blue period. (laughs) 
Okay. This is mere pastiche that doesn't even wink at what is pointlessly Xeroxing from the past. Even its boogeyman. The See, now this is where I was confused by her article, and maybe I'm not smart enough to decipher her amazing uh, work here, but she's basically saying that it doesn't do well enough at copying. Is that what she's saying? Kind of. She's saying, it's, like, it doesn't, it doesn't acknowledge yeah. enough the style that right. it's copying. Uh, maybe they just want to make a fucking cool slasher movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now that's the new thing that she's gonna like expect from all movies. Like if she sees a superhero movie, they better wink to the past. Yeah, there better be like, of, a, like the nineteen seventies. <laughs> You'll believe a man can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay, it just pisses me off because what the fuck has she ever done? You know, yeah. she can go talk shit about it. This is this is why I like. You know what? She's not cookie. winking at the pastiche of her previous reviews. Yeah. like Roger Ebert. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where's your fucking movie, lady? Yeah. <laughs> Even its boogeyman, the deformed and tormented homicidal Louisiana swamp hermit, Victor Crowley. That's a really good... I gotta give her credit there. That's a really good way of describing mm-hmm. a tormented, tormented homicidal Louisiana swamp hermit. That is... Hey, she nailed the... <laughs> Better, the nail on the head there. Better than last week's mutant man. Mutant <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Tormented homicidal Louisiana swamp hermit Victor Crowley, Kane Hodder. She gives him credit for Jason X. The worst goddamn Jason. <laughs> he was Jason three times, goddammit. Yeah. But you know what? It winked the fuck out of the pastiche of the old Jasons in that one, and she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it's eminently unsurprising. You could swap in Freddy or Jason without even noticing a difference. Uh, Fro- Freddy, you'd notice a difference because they'd all have to be fucking asleep yeah. the whole movie. Jason would get stuck in the swamp. Well, you know what? Yeah. Freddy was in that movie, and I did notice it. There, that was your winking pastiche <laughs> well right done. there. Well done, yes, yes. The Robert England being in the beginning, that winked the hell Tony out Todd of Tony Todd in the middle. No one even mentioned Tony Todd, motherfucking Candyman, right there in the... Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. Goddamn, we forgot about him. You know? And, That's two winks. And what's... That's what, two winks, Mary Ann. Yeah, yeah, they, they definitely were acknowledging the horror movies of the past. The slasher films of the past. It even says so in the fucking tagline when it says... Old school American horror. Because when you say old school American horror, yeah, you know. I wonder what old school French horror is like. I run out of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> lots yeah. of lots of dream sequences. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody going, oh ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize you movie. just see like the beginning of the movie, like a beret, like falling like a feather in the wind, just into a river. <laughs> <laughs> this movie Mary movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should, did. You tell her to go fuck herself. I feel like that should. What would feel bad day. if she was like a like a veteran and she was like this was just uh, her way of telling like how to. I know I won't feel bad. That would make no, it all. She would have right. said directly that she was a veteran. Yeah, when I was in the war, I saw <laughs> yeah. some terrible things. Yeah. yeah, me personally, support our troops. That's how she signs off. Everyone. Yeah. And uh, you know, war is a horrible thing, but we're not talking about war. We're talking about slasher movies. Yeah, you go to a slasher movie knowing you're going to see some boobs and the people get chopped up. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I'm sure a movie about somebody's dad after your dad dies is going to bum you the hell out, so you just avoid it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So if you're going to be disturbed, like they probably wouldn't watch Hatchet. Like if they're still and have their PTSD, they're probably not watching Hatchet right now. Yeah. And they probably shouldn't, you know. Yeah. They should watch Animaniacs. Yeah. You can't be. <laughs> you can't, can't be sad watching Animaniacs. Yeah. 
thinking Animaniac supports the troops. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we might be on to something. We should call a psychologist. Like, hey, you might want to think about PTSD victims. Not watching Hatchet. Yeah, not watching Hatchet. Maybe reruns of like Tom and Jerry. Well, maybe not Tom and Jerry because they could be like, he dropped a piano. Like, he dropped piano piano on my buddy and now there's <laughs> all these pianos falling out. <laughs> Let's get to these quotes. I got a good one. What are the quotes? Um, do you want to do your themes first? Well, we can do the quotes first. Yeah, let's do the quotes first. I like okay. to wrap it up with the themes and tropes. And um, my quote was, how the hell did I get up in this tree? <laughs> 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 because you know what? He was so scared, he climbed a fucking tree. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Brilliant move. Like a, like hiding food from a bear. You just get yeah. up in that tree. Yeah. And with his old mangled all limbs, he couldn't have climbed that tree. But he could he, use his hatchet to cut it yeah. down. Yeah. And he moved so fast, though, that if he could climb the tree, at least you could kick Maybe down Maybe that's what we didn't see. He would have got really tired and just gave up. Like, I could have made a break for him by morning. <laughs> Maybe with his, like, weird deformed neck, he can't look up. <laughs> He's like, ah. The same character, my quote, and he was, they were talking about how fun this haunted tour was going to be. And he said, about as fun as a bag of dicks. Which I as, may not be a super clever quote, but it got me to thinking how unfun a bag of dicks would be. Unless you like dicks. Yeah. No, like, not even. Dicks no, not even like a dicks. Severed dicks. Severed dicks. Yeah, there are like 35 to 40 oh, dickless yeah. men, and all the dicks are in this bag. Okay, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here, but picture this, right? Okay. My, my uncle and I. <laughs> Stop. Stop now. We stumbled upon a bag of dicks. We used to go fishing in Kansas, right? Yeah. This is what it's like when you're in fucking Kansas. And we would catch fish and we would clean them and we would sling the guts, right? Yeah. And how we would do that was we would drive in the truck and we would sling guts at people's houses or whatever, <laughs> right? Just because, you know, that's what you do when you're poor and you fucking are in Kansas. Yeah. What if you had a bag of dicks <laughs> and you were slinging them at houses? <laughs> Throwing them at people walking down the street? It might Not, be fun. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just it, saying. If you're creative, much, a bag of dicks should be a good time. Oh, yeah. Who's seen his buddies blown up by IEDs oh, appreciate having a dick in their lawn? <laughs> Could you imagine having a dick fight? <laughs> it looks like Eddie's dick. God. <laughs> Medical Corman just walked around picking up dicks. <laughs> How many you got? Whole bag full. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. There's a good 30, 35 dicks here. <laughs> Is it enough that maybe we could put them in a box? <laughs> no, I'd have way more fun with a bag of <laughs> just hate to see all these dicks go to waste. <laughs> yeah. oh, you gotta honor the memory of the dicks. Yeah. That's too fucking funny. Did any of you get quotes? No. I did. Um, my quote was from the beginning of the movie when Robert England and his uh, pretend son were on the boat. And his son gets attacked by an alligator and he shouts, She tried to bite my sack off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good record. That was. <laughs> because we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gators snapping at your jewels. Yeah, I lived in Florida, damn it. Rednecks slinging dicks out the back of your uncle's truck. <laughs> you think the people you sling, like, what do you call it, sling the guts at? Fish, fish guts? Yeah, do you think they're like, oh, those boys have been fishing again. <laughs> Give me the comment. Gut slingers. <laughs> yeah, it was just a weird thing. There was, we'd shoot possums, we'd fucking sling guts. It was a weird... <laughs> Weird way to grow up. Outrun the sheriff. Yeah, they're making awesome. boys. I saw an amazing uh, 
police chase with a guy on a motorcycle in a cop car. And what was funny was he just came into this neighborhood where my grandma's house was. And every time the cop would come, he would just drive through the grass around somebody's house to the other street. And eventually he fucking got away. He just, he just parked somewhere. Just bored. Yeah, no one, no one would tell on him. And he just fucking parked somewhere in between the houses and was like, is he gone? <laughs> and we were like, I think so. There's our third day segment. Abe's memories. Yeah. Yeah, Abe's fucked up past. <laughs> All right, what's this? Uh, are, are we moving on to yeah, theories, themes, this and tropes? This is the actual, like, this is not a new segment. This new is, title for a yeah, segment. New is, title for an old segment. Yeah. Theories, themes, and tropes. I like it. There we go. Um, I guess I'll start with tropes. I didn't really, you might have to define for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, tropes are things that... Maybe you could show me in pictures. <laughs> I'm going to use the power of song. <laughs> no, tropes are things that seem to happen a lot in movies, like, uh, you know, people walking away from explosions. Oh, okay. All right. I remember now. Okay. Oh, okay. Like a cliche, just as a cooler title. Yeah, yeah. Trope. While, while you're going through this, keep talking. I'm going to yeah. look this up so Cliche. we have a solid definition. Clichés are more of like an opera thing. <clears throat> so there weren't it's kind of hard for this movie because um, it was a trope yeah it was you know it, it was winking <laughs> at, at a lot of pla- a lot of past horror movies <laughs> pastiche horror that's movies that's right it was I winking so hard it was that. just had its eyes closed for like minutes but uh I get one of the tropes that I saw was if there's ever an abandoned cabin that people stumble upon, and it's the home of whatever hermit psycho killer. There always has to be a dead animal already in there. Something's got to be bloody. Okay. Oh, I've yeah. got a story for mine. <laughs> yeah. Boy, we that's a good one, Matt. We, we were camping, and we went on this hike, and there was like, we assumed that they were like mining there, and there was like this abandoned village of cottages, and like I looked in one of the windows, and I saw like this old like spring, like box springs, like really old, like 1940s old. And I was like, guys, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, I've seen this before, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I've seen this too many times. <laughs> okay, it says, um, a figurative or metaphorical use of a word or expression. A word, phrase, or image used in a new or different way in order to create an artistic effect. So it's essentially, like you were saying, So like, it's like the Rembrandt's triangle. Okay, like, yeah. I don't think I described it. Like, I got it like... I'm really stupid. I think I think what he said is is uh, very telling. Like um, when you go to an old shack, there's already some dead animals in there. You know, some shit's about to go down. Okay. Like, they're like little okay. they're like little shortcuts for movies because that's the shortcut that tells us that yeah, they didn't I'm, just stumble upon a yeah. random person's cabin. They stumbled upon the wrong cabin. Okay, I'm, well, see, I'm like put it like that because like I'm just getting the hang of math. <laughs> so like I need that. Could you teach me math? I'll try. <laughs> um, another trope that came up is one girl start to talk about her future plans and we all know that is a yeah, death yeah. signal if there ever is one if someone's ever a day away from retirement yeah if they have any hope of a future they're gonna die yeah i suppose that's why they've made four lethal weapon movies <laughs> or did they make five lethal weapon. four five four yeah four, yeah because they didn't want to kill them off yet because hmm. one of those times he's gonna say i'm 12 for this shit and he's gonna get did he yeah. say that in the first movie? Yeah. 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 So How far is away from retirement lethal weapon one? Um, <clears throat> I forget. Like a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. Like that. And in the fourth one, it was Riggs that was too old for that shit. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because remember he was like, 
I'm uh, I'm just, and he's like, you're just, I'm getting too old for this shit. And then they talked about it. And like, yeah. yeah. And Still whooped Jet Li's ass. <laughs> and then he's like, two on one, man. Two on one. And another trope, this one doesn't really count, though, is um, the black guy dies. But I'm not going to count that for this one because everybody dies. That's yeah. true. And he made it. <laughs> he like, made it pretty far. He made it yeah. pretty far. He was but, the smartest character because he was like, fuck the shit, let's get out of here. I'm climbing up the tree. Suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> they did acknowledge, though, because uh, there was one black guy and one Asian guy, and he was making a joke like, why are the, the black guy and the Asian guy doing all the heavy lifting while the white guy's in the back with the girls? I thought that was funny. Yeah. An acknowledgement of uh, the genre. Do you think slaves that saw this movie appreciate that? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it just uh, hammered home. I'm just thinking that of the struggles all the over. groups of people this movie could have offended. Yeah, I you know I I, re- I relate with Marianne on that. <laughs> I'm always thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park is like how many dinosaur victims did this movie affect? Yeah. How many dinosaurs have to suffer <laughs> just to make your stupid movie? <laughs> it was a critique of uh, how mistreated zoo animals are. Was it? No, no. <laughs> that's not, that's not, I that was a fucking it. cool movie about dinosaurs. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I wanted to say that they're trying to do the some pioneer. kind of <laughs> they're trying to do some kind of symbolism with um, Victor Crowley like spitting or vomiting into Ben's mouth. Oh, I don't know what they're trying to convey, but maybe it's just to gross them out. I think it was but, a gross out scene because it grossed me the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they really made his spit look like jizz. I'm like, that's unnecessary. <laughs> He's all deformed. Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so he's killing everybody. <laughs> he's got a dick tongue. <laughs> Did we do everybody's favorite scene? Did we go round table on that? Or no? Tell me what what was your favorite scene? I think mine was that old lady's face being pulled apart yeah, from the mouth. Or just like Kobe already mentioned, it just gets pulled apart and the tongue's wagging around. Yeah. 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 That it was, was like, like amazing. When King Kong, they just ripped like it open. This was completely <clears throat> off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I liked in the opening scene when he's pulling the guy apart and like his bottom, he's pulling his bottom half from his top half and like you just saw the entrails and shit spilling mm-hmm. out. Just magical. <laughs> Beautiful film. You know, Beauty's Night. I also like the, the old lady. Yeah. Getting the mouth ripped open. That was a good scene. I think the scene with the mouth ripping was definitely something that stands out. Um, I was also very fond of the scene where from one f- end of the screen to the other was a bunch of boobies lined up. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. That, that'll that also stand as a Meteor Monsters record. Like, most How boobs, many in, one boobs shot. in one shot. <laughs> I yeah, counted that what, shot. Eight? Twelve. Twelve, it was Twelve boobs in one shot. Nice. Panoramic. Yeah. Like I was saying, I just wanted to run underneath and slap them all in the way, like burr, 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 burr. <laughs> long, long time. The, the belt yeah. sander was pretty good too, but like not technically a death scene because she survived it. Oh, from well, she survived the belt sander. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not the scene. She yeah. didn't make it through the scene. Yeah, <laughs> they did an all right job with like her lower jaw being all sanded away. But yeah, yeah. What do you guys see? The kind of shit that goes down in part two. It was a pretty awesome movie. That's all I got to say. Yeah, the yeah. death scenes were awesome. All I want in a horror movie. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want. Uh, so that's the end of Meet Your Monsters for this week. Um, thanks for hanging out with me, guys. And thanks to anyone listening at home. Next week, if you're following along, we'll be watching uh, The Conjuring. 
Which is legitimately scary. Yeah. It scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's it. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.